<laughs> but to be fair, I don't really eat my feelings anymore. I never have any food in. <laughs> you know, whatever your flaws are, whatever's happened in life, whatever mistakes you've made, you know. Things happened and I was placed in care. Welcome to the 4G show, where the crazy meets reality. You're joining me today, Colin, along with me is me, other two co-hosts. Me, Matt. And it's me, Ragnar. We finally got into it there. I always say four these days. You'd think we had an extra horse coming on the show. I know. I, I'm sure yeah. you wake up and think there's five of us here. Do you count Becca? Yeah. Do you count yourself twice or Becca twice? It's part timers, you know. know. I don't know. Yeah, sadly, Becca's not on the show today. Um, she's she's got other things on. Uh, so we're kind of sitting doing this with cells and bearing in mind, guys, we've, we've had a hell of a break. Yeah, yeah we yeah. have. Yeah. Uh, it's been a been a real busy what three four weeks since we last recorded something along all the lines yeah um we were supposed to like do recordings and stuff like that but like one thing after another led to yeah. a, a, a small break during season three Pfft, typical yeah season four get it right is it season four yeah, yeah it's season four oops <laughs> yeah so i got man flu you know matt got tied up with work I had to put one of my beloved pets down. And believe it or not, we were just talking about pet season, pets this season as well. Yeah, um, well yeah. And yeah, so it was kind of a, a rough three weeks, but we're, we've made it through. We're back. We're ready to rock your sets and your ears off. Uh, if Matt's fuzziness hasn't been sorted, we do apologize for it. I but, think it's going to be really bad. Like, I literally can see, you know, when it's just like a little line. You shouldn't even be getting a line of fuzziness. Yeah, I'm getting a whole line of fuzziness. Like, it's non-stop. Well, we'll go with it. I'll see if I can get it out. If not, guys, I do apologise if you're half deaf by the end of it. Yeah, my <laughs> but, bad. It's because I know, keep messing around with it. Matt has the touch tech. Well, yeah, it just... Oh, God, it's sweet. I'm, like, shouting down the mic here. <laughs> so, so, ladies and gentlemen, it started off there. Me and Matt were on the phone earlier on. He decided he was going to t- tidy his house up because of the fact that he's got a new job. So that's rubbed off on him having to clean his house. He decided at that point he was going to turn his table around from where it was to face no, the... No, that room. was the other day. Wait, Did I didn't say it the last time. So but this time he's decided he grabbed a hold of his monitor and instead of actually being normal side up, he stood it up. <laughs> and then he decided mm. he was going to play with tech. Hence why his yeah. mic's all messed up. It's a bad thing for me to do. Leave it alone. Just don't touch anymore, okay? But we're going back to our old standards for this episode. And what I mean by that is when we first started in season one, it was all our experiences, our life experiences, and the funny things we've done and the sad things we've done and the bad things we've done. Um, So I think today we were kind of stuck and we thought, you know, we'll go with our greater highs and our greater lows. Well, I didn't, Matt did. We just went with it. But well, like you mentioned it. But you chose it. You were like, yeah, that's a great idea. I will do that. So today, guys, you're going to hear our greatest highs, our greatest lows, probably some funny stories in the middle. And we did kindly make reference to Ragnar telling we like the Lord of the Rings style story. So we're hoping to God he keeps them short and sweet today. Yeah. We might get so. there one day. You know, you never know. Doubt it. Yeah. Yes, dear. <laughs> so Ragnar... I'm sure, out of everyone on here, you've had many, many lows in your life. Oh, God. Yeah, I suppose I have, yeah. So, we're going to stay away from them lows, because you've shared quite a bit. What would you say, at this moment in time, after 30-odd years in life, is your greatest high? Ooh, my greatest high at this moment in time. Um, I would have to say the the handful of friends I have. Um having my own place because obviously you know yourself i've sofa served most of my life so having my own house that's a high in itself and i'm currently in the process of trying to start my own business hopefully by summer next year yeah and the last time we spoke people would have been aware that you were 
cracking eggs. Oh, you were. Well, um, cracking <laughs> eggs. <hatching> eggs. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was uh, incubating uh, some quail eggs. Um, yeah. The first two batches, uh, as you know, weren't successful. But that was an issue on my side. And that was just something that I did. I didn't read up about a certain thing, and I, it just it just happened. Um, I got a new incubator at that point late and learned from that, and I had 13 eggs, uh, and two of them didn't do anything. And then some mm. of the, the 11 started uh, incubating, and two of the... Uh, was it two? Yeah, two of them actually... Stopped growing after a period of days. I think it was a seven-day mark. Uh, but I successfully hatched nine chicks, but two passed after that. So I have now got three-week-old on Saturday. Uh, that would be the 26th or 27th, one of the two. Um, three-week-old uh, quail chicks. Nice, and you're going to be hatching some more, aren't you? Yeah, they're, that's, they're getting put into a bigger cage, and ready for when the chicks are ready to hatch and that's from the 26th through to the 30th so do you class that as like an achievement then yeah it is uh, to be honest uh, the amount of the amount of experience i've had in life of like doing things from like twitch streaming youtube uh, stuff like that you know like my art and stuff like that you know i've done research but not as much research as what i have done towards uh like the quails and stuff uh, everybody that I know says that I've got more knowledge over animals than I have anything else, and I seem to have a better passion for it as well. So, well, I, I know even and Matt, Matt will probably concur with this one is um, that you're very, uh, very defeatist, and if you have one slight failure, it can knock your whole plan, and you can like drop everything. The hat and like I'm not doing it anymore. Ah, but, it, like it, but really, yeah. I mean, rags is really bad with it. But with the quails, you you failed, and I know you did go through a period where it was like, oh, hold on, you know, I'm not going to do this. I can't manage it. And then out of the blue, it was like you got a puff of wind up your backside, <laughs> and you stuck to it. You know what I mean? Well, do you know when you like you see people uh, like hero movies and stuff like that you always get that one hero that's quiet until something kicks off and then all of a sudden their abilities kick in and then the whole world turns to fire because they've actually done something about it Mm. you know like their abilities start kicking in yeah that's not me (laughs) (laughs) you're the one hiding under the car hoping not the dog I'm the one that's sat next to the campfire you know what I mean but no um, uh, you're right on that, though. You know, when it comes to me, uh, a lot of the times I was actually, I, I felt defeated. I felt, what's the point of doing this and what's the point of doing that? And then gave up. But because with animals, it's a different story, you know? Yeah. I mean, I did try it with, like, the, the tarantulas and stuff like that. But it was just, you know, the housing and all that sort of stuff. It just sort of went downhill. But this time around, it's different. It's just something there's something different about this one and yes at first when uh, the first two batch of eggs uh, didn't hatch or i was close to it, it did they like, get us down and i was like well you know my normally uh, my normal thing would be that's it i'm not going to do it but this time around i was like well no i'm getting an incubator because it was my fault that they didn't hatch first time around you know the second time yeah. around the hatched and i'm now like i'm happy with with the result you know that's well, good then. So that's the main thing, isn't it? And it's I suppose you can class that really as a high in your life going yeah. It's like, oh, I've achieved it and now now the possibility of making financial money out of it. I mean, even if like, I just make enough money from uh from this just to, to feed the animals, you know, that in itself is an achievement in itself, you know what I mean? Even if I have a small yeah. a small clientele base it's still an achievement well, that I've successfully done something. I will say, if you if if we come to the apocalypse, we'll all come to you because yeah, we'll have some quails Well, you're keeping them hatching. Well, we'll not try and eat the the button quails because uh, the, there's nothing really on them, to be honest. Yeah, Although, eat them all. for the past seven days, was it seven or six days that I tell you, Matt? Uh, but no, uh, I've slept since then. No, today, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. I've slept since then. No, you haven't. You've been awake the whole entire time. <laughs> but yeah, I've had, problem. I've had one, uh, uh, one female, uh, button quail. Um, she's been laying an egg, uh, every day for the past seven days. And I have another one. She a hoe. <laughs> wait, wait, I don't yes. know if she's a hoe, but, uh, Gru, the, the male, he's definitely a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's the animal kingdom for you, isn't it? Yeah. The males go around All doing what they need homes. to do and the women get left with the the job. The now, Matt, I wanna ask you what your greatest high is, but I've got a feeling I know what it's gonna be. Oh, I don't know actually. Court as his greatest high. <laughs> no, I really don't know, you know. We're not talking about drugs yet, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's not go into that one, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it on the uh, PG side. Yeah, we'll keep it on the PG side today. Actually, I've realised none of us sworn today yet. Fuck. <laughs> Cheers, Matt. You brought it right. Carry on, then. <laughs> um, I honestly don't know. Wait, do you not think the fact that you've got more of uh, more independence and the fact that you're actually working now? Is that a bit high? Yeah, that's what I no. thought you were going to say. Yeah, I would have thought that no. would have been a bit of a high, the fact that he's actually working now. I think the more but, of the high would be um, being able to, you know, carry on my life, even through depression, you know. Mm-hmm. It'll always be always be there, you know, but you just carry on in your life, get better, you know. Yeah, so you, you've basically achieved, like, um, the way of your lifestyle. To to the hard work, basically, isn't it? Because yeah, basically, mental health is hard work. It's not something you just wake up and think it's gone. See, the thing but is, I- though, Matt, Matt is uh, very much like me at times. You know, no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Oh, I feel sorry for what Matt, are you lying for? Him? Because whenever something happens, <laughs> sometimes you get uh, you like throw in the towel as well, just like I do. Yeah. You know, we are very similar in that way. Yeah, I've noticed that. But uh, to be fair, I think all three were four guilty on that. A few times. I mean, 4G show crew, you're lucky to be listening to this show half the time. <laughs> yeah, especially when these little bitches yeah, have their moment. Especially when Colin has his like, little man period. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I think my biggest one would be the fact that I can now, you know, accept myself and who I am and what I've done in my life, you know, and what I've been through. I think that's, you know, yeah. one of the best things that you can ever be. That That's the big one, isn't it? They're just being happy with yourself. Yeah, no matter what you've done, you know, no matter you are, the mental you are health who you, you are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You are who you are, you know, and if someone doesn't like you, give them the finger, tell them go and Exactly, and that's what I do on a daily basis. Exactly. Or if you do... Give them the finger. <laughs> or if you do what Matt does on a night time when he gets really hungry, <laughs> eat his feelings. I do, but to be fair, I don't really eat my feelings anymore. I never have any food in. <laughs> <laughs> I think cannibalism's coming soon, guys. Oh, I think yeah. it's coming soon. Bitches best be ready. <laughs> it's all right. You can try my arm. You'll just use it as a toothpick. Oh, my God. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Rags will be a starter. I'll be your, your tooth cleaner. But, you know, it's it's one of them. No, I, I think that's a really good one, actually. You're just, joking, just aren't you? I'll be the fucking the dinner appetizer and the after meal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You've lost a little bit of weight. You're not exactly Where? huge now. Where? Around his mouth? Well, on his, one of his moves. No, I mean, that's been a standing thing between me and Colin, the fact that I've always been the same weight all the way through our friendship and stuff like that, but he still calls us a fat bastard, just because, oh, I, just because I eat more than him. Do you know, yeah, but- do you know right, I'm not being funny, Yamat, right? Rags will come to ours for tea, and bearing in mind he's been through some tough times, uh, obviously we'll get on his greatest downs, we're all, well, all we're greatest downs soon, Um and there's been times where he hasn't been able to get food. So he's came for food and you cook him something up and you think this will, this will suffice him. And you can guarantee if you leave something, that man will hoover it up. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, if Becca can't be asked, either she'll pass it over to us. Yeah, I have that. And I was yeah. like, I'll just polish that and off. That plate's cleaned and you're sitting there and you're looking and you're thinking, how the fuck have you fat fitted all that in your belly? <laughs> because I'd I'd rarely eat in the house as it is, but like when I go to Collins for some reason, I was taught uh, like uh, growing up that obviously cleaning your plate was obviously a sign of respect and stuff like that. So you know, mm. <laughs> let's not waste the food. Now I don't care if I'm personal at the seams because isn't it a case of of a, a certain country or place you go to if you clear your plate, they'll put more on it because they see it as a, a um. 
sign of respect when you leave something because it means you're full. Yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. But also... I don't know where it is. I don't know if it's Asia or um, or Africa or something like that. It's But I know if you clear your plate, they'll put more on. Yeah, <laughs> it's, but it's also as well, I think, I'm not sure if it's the French or the Italians that it is. If you burp after a meal, apparently that's a sign of respect because you actually enjoy yeah, the meal. Yeah, appreciation. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I, that one's that one as well. I well, don't but if know you if fart, though, I wonder if that's the thing, you know, after you're feeding, if you fart... <laughs> Yeah, if there's anybody, if there's anybody that else that knows the culture out there, like let us know what a fart actually means. <laughs> yeah, yeah 4 like, Show should be up and running now. Yeah, 4 <laughs> Show.com. Come on, guys, let's go. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Can I get a hiya? Hiya! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we know the cultures. Um, yeah, the, the, uh, the website is back up and running now, guys, by the way, just to let you know. Is it? Yeah, all, right, all right, all right, cool, cool. Good. So I wasn't sure if that was going to happen. I was meant to ask her at the beginning before we started the episode, actually. No, it was. Uh, yeah, I thought well, I realised yesterday, I think. Te- technical difficulties. So, Colin, then, what's your greatest highs? Um, I don't know, you know. Um, like, hard Matt, hard, it's hard. I could easily pick many, many lows out. Yeah, right? me too. But the pick a high, it's like, what would I say as my biggest high? And I think, to be fair, it's it's going to be along the lines of, of Matt, really, what Matt says, is obviously growing up being disabled, one of my greatest problems was the acceptance of that disability and living life as basically me hand, hands being given. Mm. And I think being able to accept that and take that on and, and get to the point where people could say anything about my disability and I say, whatever. Exactly, you know. yeah. You've got to that stage in your life where you think... Yeah, and yeah. now, and now, and now I, we try and take the piss out of your disability and all we get from you is, uh, nah, it, it's it's not uh, not me that walks funny, it's you. <laughs> yeah, so just for people on 4J Show who might have heard Rags or, or anyone say say something thingy, uh, which might sound like they're taking the mick out of disability, just remember, I've had worse and I still laugh it off. And so we're, we're friends, you know. We're so all friends, so when they say something... This. I know it's a. Uh, I know it's generally in, in fun. Wait, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're friends. I thought we just were colleagues. <laughs> well, oh. well, if we're that, rags. then you can fuck right off then. Next, please. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say rags. We would have never chose you as a work colleague. Uh, rag, I think we need to talk. Yeah. Right, no worries. <laughs> no, um, I mean, great size. Like to me, a great size is an achievement, really, and I think yeah, that's part of that. Yeah. Um, but, but leaving school, even you know, leaving school, not understanding much. I didn't get my GCSEs. Man, um, no, no. and then I did. Get, and then getting to the point where I was smart enough to edit something or to build a computer within fifteen minutes. You know, so I'm, I'd, I'd say that was a greatest high for us, most definitely. Yeah, mine would be definitely be able to, you know, to finally be able to accept myself for who I am, and you know. All that but, stuff, and just be the bitch that I am. But isn't yeah. it like what you two are saying about life in general? Isn't that like a long-standing achievement anyway? You're constantly bettering yourself throughout life anyway. To, yeah, to me, the, achievements, I would say, was what... Wait, they're all differ, really. You, you two think that your achievements are like obviously life and stuff like that, and I'm not, I'm not knocking it before anybody even says, oh, well, you've just ripped them two apart, you know? You know, but me thinking achievements now, me having my own players, that's an achievement. Me being able to actually, you know, have animals, that's an achievement, you know. Being able but, to, like, pay for my own food, that's an achievement, you yeah, know what I mean? But, but if it's it, a constant you life. What, what you're saying, though, is basically, if you look at it for what it is, the greatest highs in life, which is generally just a massive achievement, which has made you really feel good. Um, now, Based on our sections, Matt struggled. I know, obviously, there's been a couple of times when we've talked and he says, I wish I was straight because it would have been easier, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. My disability's been a problem. So they are great achievements for us to be able to sit, look at ourselves in life and think, I'm perfect the way I am. Now, for you, it's a lot different because you have had situations where you haven't had food, uh, you haven't had a home, 
Mm. Um, you've you've so far surfed most of your life, like you said. You know, as much as I knew you, you you were in a home for five minutes and wanted to be out. Yeah, it so is that a is big to you one for you. Yeah, yeah. So to you, that's a huge, huge achievement, and I think it all bases around the lifestyle a person's had and the actions. It's again, it's all about life, isn't it? Yeah, yours yeah. is about lifestyle. Ours is about acceptance of the life we've get, got. Um, you know, and I, there's no right and wrong in it. To be fair, no, yeah. I just wanted, it's, I just wanted to like to, to say like the differences in it, you know. I mean, because obviously, mm-hmm. what I think achievements are different to what other people think achievements are, you know. I mean, so I guess well, it's just life, sorry, life in general, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. life is always evolving. You know, every day it could be a new challenge. You know, stuff like that that you've just got to overcome. But mm-hmm. to this day, I think that one is for me. You know? Well, I mean, can- to me, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Rags. Go ahead. I keep go, cutting no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, I was just going to go along with Martin. Say, you know, for me, acceptance in yourself because you've got so much body shame and goes on on TV and papers and stuff like that. You've got, you know, if you if you've got glasses, you're this, and if you if you got spots, you're that, and you know, everyone's so obsessed with putting people down about how they look. I think one of the greatest powers you can have is being able to look at yourself and say, "I'm perfect." Yeah, it doesn't matter what anyone says about us. You know, whatever your flaws are, whatever's happened in life, whatever mistakes you've made, you know, people will judge you, but being able to not judge yourself. Yeah. That's, that's the most. Yeah. There's enough people in this world that judge themselves already on like, you know, these people on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't look perfect, but yet these people do, you know, but you know, people, a lot of them on Instagram are mostly plastic. Yeah, well, it's either Botox, it's uh, stuff like that. Oh, they've used a filter. It's a, yeah, exactly. it's a catch-22, though, on Instagram, because you've got those ones that are, like, flaunting themselves, like sex appeal and stuff like that. Oh, I'm perfect. But then you've got those ones that are actually saying that they're not perfect because such and such. But at the same time, if you look at that situation, it's that there's both good and bad because you saying that you're not good enough because of somebody else that's them yep. throwing out that they want attention you know but compared to the ones that actually say it and genuinely mean that they don't actually look that you know so some actually do it for attention some genuinely mean it it's trying to work out which ones are the, the real, catfishes yeah, re- yeah real and fake sort of thing i, d- I just think there's so much too much focus around the human body and and how people look and uh, need to be presented you know at the end of the day your human body is what you're given and and you know you can't change that no it doesn't matter what you want to do and, uh, yeah you can change what sex you're on you can have a facelift but mentally you've still got to be able to accept you yeah, know but you can change you the outside of you not the inside yeah. the inside will always be the same i mean i've always believed and i strongly stand by that you know i don't judge someone on how to look or how they are I judge someone on the personality and what's in the heart. You know, um, when I have a friends, it's because I've judged them and seen them as good people, people I want to be around, people I, I like, people who are supportive, you know, and, and share roughly the same fundamentals, fundamentals as me, you know. Um, but then you have people who would just look and think, oh, got a bit of weight, I would never bother with them, you know. Hmm. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But that, that, so, that, yeah. that, that's just that, that's just freaking the human mind, though. You know what I mean? It's just how yeah, we all look at things. And, you know, some of us aren't actually happy with the way we are, yet we'll do it. Perfect examples. I mean, uh, Matt, we're actually sitting on uh, Facebook doing them stupid quizzes. In 2022, apparently Matt's got to lose weight. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> well, that's nice to know. Like, even Facebook's telling you to fucking get to the gym. I know, yeah. that's that. <laughs> No. You best get on a diet, Matt. Facebook's told yeah. you. But it's I think crazy. the highlight of today for me, right, has to have been the uh, the microwave. The microwave. <laughs> the microwave. Oh, yeah, the microwave. You know. <laughs> the microwave. Yeah. Sh- but, did you watch the video? I didn't watch it. I just heard what you were saying. I was oh, laughing. Oh, you should have watched the video. She was making mashed potatoes. I will be able to watch later. I've just heated this milk out of the microwave. <laughs> Is for people who who don't know it's a TikTok video, and you might have seen. Yeah, it. I have it's Nigella just, Lawson. Uh, the yeah, thing, the, the, she. Do you know what it is? Weird. I remember watching her years ago. All right, 
and looking at her now, she doesn't look what she looked like back then. That's an old video, right? That that's an old video. Even then, she still looks ancient. <laughs> What's the microwaves then? I have no freaking clue. <laughs> I mean, we all <laughs> had microwaves back sometimes. then, just not a, no, a microwave. No, it's not a microwave. It's a microwave. Right. This is one thing I don't understand. Right. I've always remembered microwaves from being a bear, and I was born in 1982. I've always remembered microwaves. When the hell did they come about? I don't know. Um, Microwaves. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to go to your desk team and find out when the microwave was invented and made, because I've always, always remembered like family members having them. But I was sitting there thinking, well, when did that actually come out? Was it before I was born? After I was born? You know what's going to happen? Like the next, from now on, me and Ragga are just going to call it a microwave. <laughs> you probably will, yeah. Take the new saying. <laughs> Are you saying on the show? Uh, right. Would you like to know? I would love to know. 1945. That's Jesus. Yeah, that old. In 1945, the heating ef- effect of a high-powered microwave here <laughs> beam <laughs> was accidentally discovered by P.S. Spencer, an American self-taught engineer from Ho- uh, Howland, uh, Howland Marine. Uh, Man, wow. Ma- Manin, or something like that. Uh, yeah, employed by a... Ra- uh, Wraith- Raytheon at the time, he noticed that the microwave is <laughs> from an active ra- uh, radar set. Uh, he was working on stated, uh, started to melt a chocolate bar he had in his pocket. Wow. Yeah. So I, I never knew it was that that early. I always thought it was later. Old, to be honest. No. So um, when we I, thought I, they I, were probably like I was expect- <laughs> mid I was expecting you to say nineteen seventies or or like eighty two exact. Yeah, you not know. like that far back. Nineteen forty five, but hey, there you go. That's why microwaves were around. I wonder what I they about. called it back then, because obviously they wouldn't have called it a microwave. Um, uh, yeah, no, uh, microwaves were, uh, were discovered in 1945. It was actually called a microwave. Mm. Weird. Because of the fact that there's radiation and stuff like that, obviously melting it, so obviously they figured things out and obviously went ahead and thought, like, you know, ooh, look, microwave. I thought, microwave. <laughs> I was terrified of them when I was growing up, you know, because my mom turned around and says, don't stand down near it and don't leave the door open do this because you'll get radiation poisoning. Do you know? <laughs> oh, really? I didn't, you know- I didn't even know what radiation poisoning was, to be fair, but I was terrified. <laughs> uh, 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 back in 1947, right, which is like obviously three years after, two years after, a Boston mm-hmm. restaurant was put in charge of testing the la- this large microwave uh, and... Uh, and it was in 1947 that the co- uh, commercial version of the microwave, ma- uh, microwave made its uh, debut on the market. Uh, but the cost was around $5,000. Wow. For a microwave? <laughs> For a microwave? Yeah. So why expensive? Wow. <laughs> um, wow. So glad they're only £54 now. Oh, that's still expensive. <laughs> well, I mean, all right, fine, thirty. <laughs> right, so in like in the uh, that God was bless China. That was like nineteen forty-five, and then nineteen forty-seven. It was five grand. Right in nineteen sixties or sixty-five, it was only four hundred ninety-five dollars. Only. Well, yeah, no, that's a massive is, though, drop. And then the, the <laughs> thing, the thing is, though, it's the same with like your big TVs. Today, I was looking at an LG TV. Uh, well, we'll get back on top- topic in a minute, guys. Just, you know, bear with me. So I was looking at an LG TV, um, and it costs £4,099 for this LG OLED TV 4K 77-inch, I believe. Um, Why did you such a big one? Yeah, wait. How are you? Bigger the better. You should know that, Matt. Jesus. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> so... This this TV is about four nine 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 nines behind it, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, you know, in the next two three years, you probably get it that for about five hundred pound. Or just go for a Black Friday deal. 
in, in all could, fairness, but... though, these prices are actually what's in America, and America prices are actually quite freaking sky high, regardless. You know, I mean, we could probably pick a microwave up for a couple of hundred over here. You know, like a microwave over here for a couple of hundred, while it's over well, and there you, in America, it's like two, like nearly two, three grand. Yeah, but because... I've I've seen them for about thirty, forty pound over here. Yeah, you got to think American men get more money than us. Like, look at our minimum wage. What's going up to what nine fifty? Like so that. that'd be like wage. It's like fifteen dollars, fifteen to seventeen dollars or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot more money than we're getting. Mm. But the thing is, you've got to think of it for what it is. They've got a higher minimum wage, but they'll have a higher cost of living as well. So it's it equals out. But it's weird, it, they don't it's, get a it's weird though because when they actually buy things, they actually pay for the product as well as the tax on top. Yeah, that's why that's it's so I've expensive over here we I never understood we could pay like i don't know three four hundred quid for a playstation right and that's including the tax in there whereas uh in america you you're paying for the product but you're also paying for the uh, the tax on top of it at the same time so that's why it's so expensive yeah you've got calculated tax now well someone from britain it's actually confusing uh, i know someone who did go to america and they turned around and they went to a restaurant and then they had ordered like all this food and I think they said it come to about $125 for everything they ordered. So they're sitting there counting out $125. And the guy had turned around and says, he says, I had a damn heart attack when the check come. He says it was about $160, $70. And he, he physically had calculated up because that's all they had was $125 of what they would, would have to spend. Um, and he sat there and he was like, what do I do? He didn't realize that he had to take the food, calculate the tax on the food to get the exact price. And it was like, why would you do that? Yeah. Some restaurants what, don't what? actually do it as calculation of tax or something like that. Sometimes they actually do it where it's actually a tip, you know. Sometimes, oh, yeah. Some restaurants you go to um, uh, from friends that I know in America, they've said that um, tips are actually mandatory. Uh, if you walk out and you don't give a 10% w- uh, tip, you're in trouble. I'll just be a bum, go and pay for what I need to pay for and then come out. <laughs> well, you're over here, you do that, you know what I mean? You give a pound and it's like, hey, on. And they're like, thank you very much. But over there, it's like, you fucking cheapskate bastard, yeah, more. You know, you know what I mean, yeah. Different cultures. What can you say? So. Back on topic. Back on topic, yes, Rax. <laughs> Let's come to you for your greatest down. Me greatest down. That's a tough one to say, to be honest. Um, my my greatest low. Um, I, I don't know. To, to be honest, that's it. That really is tough. I suppose my greatest low would actually have to be when I was uh, back in like nineteen ninety nineteen ninety eight ninety nine. Um. When things happened and I was placed in care, yeah. Um, after that, not actually having any family members around to support us, or very little. Yeah. Um, some did help us, but then obviously I just they like, drifted and lost contact with them, um, because mm-hmm. of the situation. But. I mean, that's one of my greatest lows is the fact that I, I kind of grew up without a family, you know? Yeah. Whereas I see people that... all being all happy with family and stuff like that. And to me, I get very uncomfortable. Now, one of the things people do say, and this is where I kind of like question it, is to say, yeah, I wish my life had been different and I had had this and I had had that. Do you ever wish your life was different? Because... If you look at it for what it is, you are who you are today because of the past. Um, if I had the chance to do it, I'd probably change a couple of things of my past. Yeah, well, obviously the care system thing, I, I very much doubt no. you'd sit there and say, oh, I want to go into care. To be, to be honest, no, um, I wouldn't change that. Because mm-hmm. I, because me growing up and hearing stories of my family from my nan, before she passed in 2004. Um, hearing stories from her about the family 
I'm glad I was actually put in care at that point. I mean, it's my great, yeah, it's, it's my greatest yeah. low. I mean, greatest low, but I, at the same time, it was it was kind of a blessing at the same time. Um, yeah. hmm. my. The only there's only a couple of things that I would actually change, but if I if I went back and changed it, it's gonna sound soppy as fuck when I say this, right? But I wouldn't have like you guys, yeah, you know what I mean. I wouldn't have users that's, friends. That's I wouldn't it, yeah. have my best friend Lindsay as well, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. the, if I did change it, and you know, it did this whole like time paradox and all that things, yes, because all of them people out there watching Doctor Who know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Definitely. I mean. So it's like, would it affect? how i am now yeah and i i think i've went through that in my own head because it's like if i could go back and change things in my past would i and you do think like if i did you wouldn't know the people you know exactly yeah but would you remember that's the thing like you, you got well, think. i don't think obviously you wouldn't you wouldn't and you would carve out a new life yeah because obviously if you if you knew that you were losing what you have now to go back then you wouldn't lose it yeah well, I suppose it depends. Once you've on, changed it, I think it would. I think it depends it. on how much you've like you've thought about it because it's like that that that's technically going into the realms of uh, space and time, isn't it? Yeah, you know, pretty much. You know? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, a perfect example. Look at um, the TV show Flash. Not seen it. Col- seen Colin's it. seen parts of it. Rest of it. Um, I think it was season two or three where mm-hmm. he'd actually. We was up against Reverse Flash, and he went back and uh, to does he go the, backwards? Yeah, he, he he alters the timeline, and because he no, well, that, gonna, you said Reverse, so I thought does uh, no. the Reverse Flash go backwards? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I walked into that one. Fine, Anti Flash. <laughs> yeah. But it's the fact that like he goes back in time to to prevent his parents being killed. Yeah. And then that itself changed the timeline itself. Things, yeah, you know, like people that he knew, their personalities had changed. That um, they, there was people added that weren't there in the first line, and then he tried to go back to fix it. But that timeline wasn't particularly fixed because the fact that he changed it, and then tried to go back to that point of alternate it again, it, it just it didn't stay fixed. Yeah. So if we did that. And going back, knowing that we probably forget the people that we know now, and take a different route. I, to, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would be able to do that. I don't think I could, because if if you knew, you're sitting there and you're thinking, right? Everyone you cared for and care about, friend wise, partner wise, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, you're never going to know them. You're never going to get to know them. But you still got them fun memories of them before you change it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that would be an extremely hard decision because you, you, your heart would be, oh, well, I want them people in my life. I think the only time that I would actually consider it is if somebody was stood in front of me and showed me the timelines. If I still, if I still had specific people in my life, and I had that option to change a slight little bit and still keep them, then I'd be like, yeah, all right, fair enough. There's not really much changed. I'll still keep them. And this is how things yeah. are going to turn out, right? Okay, I'll go down that path. But if it turns out and shows that you actually lost everybody that you've met over the years and this, that, and the other, it will, would I really consider ending that, all of that? Yeah, I think that's that's a great question, isn't it? Um, what do you guys think out there? Yeah. You know what I mean? I know we keep uh, dropping the 4 show.com, but, you know, we do want to talk. Well, currently it's down for, again... Currently, it's down again. I'm going to have to get onto them and find out what's going on. But when it's up, <laughs> do let me know. Yeah, I think it's just Matt it, with his tech rubbing off on everything. Is, 4jshow.com, guys. Yeah, 4jshow.com. Come and join. We're going to have to make a 4jshow.com jingle, you know, just so yeah. every time we we pop it up on here, we just hit the button and it plays a jingle. <laughs> 4j show. Yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah, well, what's your greatest low? My greatest low? I think it's a pretty easy one for me. Mm. Probably when I lost my nan and granddad, if I'm yeah. honest. And the depression it caused me. They were quite important to you, weren't they? Oh, yeah. My nan was like my mum, you know. Sorry, that sounded insensitive there. It was quite important, of course, the way the way you met <laughs> <nan and> <laughs> I know what you meant, but no, yeah. The, the downward spiral that 
I went on after that all happened, you know. Yeah. And again, it's one of them things because they passed when they did. Now, would you have still went on that same spiral if you had been older? Would you have... Oh, yeah. You know, it's it, it's one of them things, isn't it? It's like that spiral, obviously, for you, would have came regardless at some point in your life. Well, I don't know, because, like, over the years, I personally think I've changed. Yeah. I well, had to you, change. From what you've told us, yeah, you've definitely changed. Yeah, I think I had to change for the reason of, you know, I didn't want to be the depressed, upset, you know, vulnerable person I was previously. Yeah. Then I just became this weirdo, you know. Right. Yeah, not not weirdo. I am. Have, let's let's face it. What's normal? Come on, stop feeding his ego. Yeah, right. He is a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't believe in the word normal. You know, no one's not. If you're normal, you're boring. Exactly. Right. There's no such thing. Normal no, is what you determine nor, it to be. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, after that, you know, the depression, the self harming, you know, all happened at once. Yeah. So yeah, it's. Uh, I mean that that is like a really low point, isn't it? I mean, it just was, like yeah. raggy, rag, rags sitting in the social the social care system. It's like a really, really low point in life where you're at the bottom of your ladder and you've got to dust yourself off and climb back up it. Yeah, but you look at it where you're at a day. You've got a job. You've got a home. You yeah. know, you've got two lovely pets. And got a, my sister and the five five kids. You know. Yeah, you got. Obviously, friends, still got my mum, but. She's uh, not as bothered about me as she used to be. Do you know? Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, uh, Rags, you go know, on. sitting thinking about it, you know how like we're talking about the highs and lows, right? Our low point, obviously, I would say life all the way up until 2013 for me was yeah. a massive freaking up and down situation, more downs than up, really. But from 2013, I haven't really had many bad. I mean, I've had a yeah. handful of like bad situations. I've been dealt some like stupid cards along the way. You know, what I mean, you yourself, Colin, know that. You know, but yeah, definitely. Thinking about it, the length of time that me and you have known each other, which is, I believe, eleven years now. What's oh, going on? Some time. Yeah, about eleven. Yeah, yeah. Would you have fallen out? Actually, <laughs> actually, we're not. Uh, we're still allowed. We're still until uh, till the beginning of the year next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've got to I'd get, say mine <laughs> we're, get, we're gonna get the whole uh, so last year thing out of the way first, then we can yeah. fall out. Definitely. What were you saying, Matt? I'll just say I might, I don't think mine's changed to be honest. I think my depression obviously everyone's still got depression. You live with it, you've basically born with depression. Mm. <laughs> That's what I think. It's just <laughs> something that triggers it and it just sets it off and you know, but yeah. I personally think up to after the last two years probably I felt a lot better. Yeah. The thing is, it's managing it, isn't it? It's it's getting. I don't think you'll ever get over depression. And no, once no, you've no, got definitely it, I not. Think, you know. I think you're kind of stuck with it. Um, yeah, and you'll have bounce of down times and and high yeah, times. Yeah, I had one of those yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> just but, takes you know. one thing, doesn't it? I mean, with Simon passing away, me oldest cat, you know, I felt depression coming on. I had to pick myself up quite quick because it was like I don't want to go down that route. Mm. Um, so it just takes a slightest little thing. One thing in your life to just uh, knock you off, yep. off that rail. You know? I'm like that though. Like I believe to myself. I keep saying to myself, you know, I'm this strong person, but I'm really not. You know, I had to try and be that strong person for for me because if I didn't, then I would just go backwards again. The thing is, I though, think- you are a strong person. That's right. When we yeah. try and help you and advise you and stuff like that. It's your stubbornness that actually prevents you and your motivation. Yeah, because I had to be that way. You know, I had to make that choice to be something different and not be so emotional, you know, to have people yeah. to be there to ask for help. I don't want to ask for help, you know. I want to be independent, be able to, yeah. you know, say to myself, I can do this on my own, you know. But see, I've been told I many times. Sorry, go on, continue. I would say anyone in your situation, mine and Rags, is, you know, where we struggle with mental health and carry on, living our lives and do what we do. We mightn't be physically strong, you know, we mightn't be able to pick up the biggest weights, but mentally strength, mental strength, you are so, so, so strong. Oh, I know. You but know? we all are, though. You know, we've all, like you just said, when Simon passed away, you know, you, you got yourself you, mm-hmm. to that point where you realise, oh, I'm going to go back into a rut of depression. Yeah. And you got yourself out of it. That is the willpower of, you know, your mental... Wait. 
I knew because I turned around and I looked at the house and it was like, I hadn't hovered for three days. You know, Scrap. the dishes hadn't been done. Yeah, <laughs> tell us about it. Now, bearing in mind, Rags will tell you this, I'm up nine o'clock in the morning, hoovering dishes, house being done, shaving, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when Simon passed away, that all kind of started slowing down. I was just wanting to sleep. Um, and I was wanting to cry all the time, which is obvious. It's grief. Well, yeah, it's uh, understandable. So it was kind of a situation for me where I had to sit there and think, right, look, you can grieve for him. You know, he's, you've had, he's 13 years old. You've had him a good while. You can grieve, but you can't let your life fall apart. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Um, so that was like a, a slap across the face, right? Get, get the house sorted and make sure you do it every day and, and force myself, you know? And it's, uh, it's yeah. worked out. I think that's the part stuff. with all three of us, you know, that realization that, you know, you get to that stage and you're like, I need to do something right now, else I'm going to be like yeah. going back in depression mode. Yeah, definitely. See, I, yeah, fi- I feel the opposite, you know what I mean? You just said that, like, mentally and physically and stuff like that. Mentally, I don't think I'm actually that strong, but physically I am. No, I would say you're mentally strong. Yeah, I'd you might say you're mentally feel strong, mentally though. weak. You might feel mentally weak, bro, but you're not. You're, you are mentally strong, you know. Um, I know when I go through depression, no doubt Matt feels the same. You know, you do. You mentally feel weak. You feel like you're yeah. exhausted. You've oh, I, did, I was like that yesterday. Left. Yeah, you know, um, and then you find that strength from somewhere. I, bearing in mind, yeah, I would say you're physically strong as well. You know, I, I was just using that as an example. You know? <laughs> yeah, but, but Rag's also stubborn. Come on, we know this. Yeah, he's very stubborn. Yeah. 100%. And what you call stubborn, I call moody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that too, but you, you're both of those. <laughs> you know. Yes, Rags. I mean, it, 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 it's an interesting topic, really, isn't it? It is. I yeah. mean, to be fair, just listening, it's very similar in what we're saying. You know, it's a, I think, yes, there's different aspects of it because mine again is going to resemble along the lines of what Matt was saying. So for me, um, at 19, having a mental breakdown, you know, um, and just going and collapsing in on myself, trying to take my life because of it and stuff like that. That was my lowest point. Yeah, so again, 16. it's, yeah. So again, it's mental, uh, mental struggles. You know, he has a he has a, a, a an interesting one for you. When was your first lowest point? Do you remember oh. that far back? Yes, my first lowest point. I would have been a, about seven, eight years old. I don't really want to say it on mic, but it was about then. Mine would just be uh, when I was six, uh, fifteen. When my granddad died. Yeah, I think my lowest point was when I was 10. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I think young age, it's hard to accept things. But, you know, people make a big deal about like, oh, young mental health. But even someone at 16, I would say is very young to be dealing with mental health problems, you know. Um, Because to me, you're not experiencing life to to know where to go. You don't know what's going on with you. You how You don't know how to deal with it. I mean, I suppose our mindset would be slightly better than what it's sixteen than what it is at ten or yeah. seven or even five. Well, bearing in mind there's adults out there today who have mental health that just simply seem to be going off the rails. Now, I suppose obviously if you get mental health and you've never had it before, um, and you know you don't know the signs of it, you will go off the rails yeah. somehow. You know, and at the end of the day, I wouldn't criticize anyone because if you don't know how to deal with it, you're going to go off the rails. Yeah. But I think at a younger age, it's a lot harder because you don't have, I mean, these days, yes, mental health strummed into you, you know. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's a lot stronger in this generation, like this day and age yeah. now than it was in like when I was younger. I didn't, obviously, didn't hear much about Obviously, mental health, depression, yeah. stuff like that, until... Wait, well, my, yeah. me, me nana was talking about my granda. Sorry, Rags, I'll come to you in a second. Me nana was talking about my granda. He had mental health. Um, and it was so taboo back then days that they didn't seek help. And my granda had a huge, huge mental breakdown to the point where he was hearing people. He was pretty much psychosis, you know? Um, and... You just didn't talk about it. Doctors weren't interested, you know, they would help, but they weren't like, oh, God, you're in a bad place. Now, shooting up to 2021, if you go to the doctors and say you've got mental health, you know, 
the bang, straight on it. Mm. You know, he had to take mind, 90% of it is, there you go, take drugs. Yeah, but, which don't ever help anyway, because it just makes you feel like a completely different person. Exactly. Well, what were you going to say, Rags? Uh, very similar to what you just said there. Um, the fact is, like, back when, like, back in the... I don't know, say 40s, 50s, you know, we'll go that far because I've still got that uh, desk demon up on my screen saying 1945. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, but like mental health in men in general was was rarely even heard of. It wasn't even acknowledged or anything like that, was it? You know what I mean? No. And uh, I'm saying now these days that it's, it's, it, it sounds sexist when I say this, right? A lot of it is basically women. Right, I mean, they do have mental health. So it comes across as uh, more through uh, the the women and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like, when a man has mental health problems, it's kind of like, well, you know, man up, get over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I still say it to this day now. But I'm seeing a lot of TikToks or things on Instagram where women are trying to actually acknowledge men with problems. Yeah. You know? Well, believe it or not, the suicide rate in men is actually a lot higher. Um because men have this man up attitude given to them. Um, now, I've said it loads on this channel. When I was going through mine, it was probably the same with you guys. Um, you are told, basically, you're a man. You know, you don't show your feelings. You don't have emotions. Um, you know, you've got to bottle everything up, block it away. You deal with it on your own. Um that never works. When it's no. mental health, it never works. Man, woman, or child, never works. But as a man, that's what you felt was the thing to do. Um, now, I know there's a lot of females out there that if you were to go and show your weakness, i.e. depression, they would say you're not a man. Yeah, you know? they would exploit it. They would actually pray, yeah. they would pray on uh, it. Yeah. But that's a minority. That's not a majority here. But there's a majority of women that you can go to who will put their arms around you and say, let it out. Yeah, like everything's going to be okay, you know, even though mm-hmm. uh, even though everything will not be okay in general, but, you know, just hearing those few words when you're depressed, yeah. it does mean a lot. And I, I, I would say as a man, and no doubt you would say the same as talk to someone. You know, if you're in that place, talk That's what to I used someone. to do. I used to sit there when I was at college, but at 16 after I left school, and my uh, teaching assistant was there. We used to sit there together and cry about all the love, like the nice stories we used to tell about me and my nan and granddad. And mm-hmm. we just sit there, like, do no work. We just, we'd <laughs> laugh and cry. Like, we used to sit there and watch uh, the bill and have hot chocolates, you know, yeah, nice things like that, you know. Get it out. Just remember the, the good times. The reality is talking. And, and, that, and that's all it takes is talking to yeah. get rid of these pains. And the end of the day, anyone who sits there and looks at, looks at a man and says, oh, well, it's, you, you're being sissified. You're not. You're a human being. You've got emotion. You've got feelings. Exactly. You know? I'm like, just fuck yourself. That's what I think. Yeah. You know, cause I've had, <laughs> I've had people sit there and say to me, yeah, a bit feminine, like to be sitting crying. And it's like, it's not, you know, I've got tear ducts for a reason. My yeah, body's yeah. human, you know. My tear ducts, my tear ducts are there just for yawning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, I'm not afraid to say I've I've cried. No. You know, I'd cried the other day. It's it's one of them. You know, I almost cried yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it's... I can honestly tell you the last time I cried. I'd say, what, you write it down in the diary? Oh, yeah, no, we're, the last... We're, go, we're going to get a story. <laughs> story. No, 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 actually, you're not going to get a story, actually. All you're going to get from is the last time I actually physically cried was actually 2004 when my nan passed. That I is the last time you, I've cried. You shed a tear for yeah, Moz. I agree. Moz, you shed, you've cried before. You, yeah, of course you did. You shed a tear for Moz. I heard you sniffling on the phone when you were telling me. I nearly... I nearly. No, I, yeah. I think you but did. No, I didn't. On. I still haven't actually get. I, I haven't even grieved over him. I still haven't Jeez. grieved over him. Well, it's well, about we'll time you man the fuck up that and one. do it. <laughs> <laughs> Shed that tear. Come and do it on air if you have to. Man up no, and cry, just, bitch. <laughs> I, I actually have a problem with emotions. I mean, yes, I show emotions by being aggressive or being, uh, being moody and stuff like that. I don't actually physically cry about stuff. I, I've just It's just physically impossible for me to actually do that. I get the lump in my throat as if I'm going to, but I never actually do. I think you take it for what it is when you've hurt so much and you've yeah. cried so much. Um, I think eventually that's some things you get numb to. 
uh, which I mean, because I can say with Simon passing away, I didn't cry as half as much as I thought I would. And I was sitting there thinking, well, I'm disrespecting Simon, but I still felt that loss and that pain and that missing. Mm. I just, I couldn't cry as much, you know what I mean? I think I cried um, loads in my last relationship, not even going to joke. Yeah, but the thing is, I think you can cry so much that they just they dry up. Yeah, I think, it, to be honest, the reason why I don't cry or haven't cried for quite some time for is because of the fact of uh, my childhood. You know, I had a rather abusive childhood, you know, so being in that situation where I cried a lot as a kid growing up to a certain point, I guess I just basically cried that much. No, it wasn't so much change, but yeah, it did change actually. Yeah, probably the right way to say it. The last yeah. time I actually got hit, right, by um, my stepmother growing up, it didn't hurt. I had a forced yeah. cry. You know? Well, I think that's an ironic situation for you because obviously you were, you had a lot of abuse like that physical. Um, so I think, yeah, in that situation, you kind of, things won't hit you as hard as but, some people, you know, yeah. everyone's emotions are differently. Break, yeah. Breakups, happy things, uh, you know, like um, death in itself, you know, I just can't process, process them properly. You know, I try and process it as best as I can, but sometimes I, I like say things that I think means caring, but also comes across as being disrespectful. You know, so it's like, well, yes, how do I, I think that's happened a few times, hasn't it, in the last mm-hmm. <laughs> month or so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's but, like, how do I, you know, like I don't well, necessarily do it just to fucking, you know, piss people know, off. We you know, know, just... we know, we know your personality, right? <laughs> yeah, we know, we've it's known you're not enough. Situations, so don't worry. <laughs> no one ever takes it offensively. I just think it's been miscommunication. In the yeah, time. and it, do, it does that anyway by messages. You know, Wait, I didn't find it funny. Let's but, just say yeah. a thing, though, right? Yeah. Text messages can be misconstrued. There's no emotions yeah, in text. Can. Come on. <laughs> Imagine That's if there the was thing. though. That'd be yeah. class, wouldn't it? The thing is, though, this is what what annoys is when you send a text to someone and they take offence at it, and they say you didn't mean it in that way, but they've read it that way. And say like, yeah. you can't take offence to a text unless it's physically like effing and blinding and slagging you off. Yeah, you know, if it's because you, you can't take from it what the person's saying. Yeah, you know. I mean, I That's think you I'll, have to talk to the person. I think this is the way that a reason why I try and adopt the way that Lindsay thinks. Um, she turns around and says to us, um, "I say what I mean, and mean what I say." You I'll just ring I mean? you if you ignore me. If you're just being a prick, I'll just ring you. Matt, you don't even give us a chance to even <laughs> read or respond to the text. It's like you send a text and then seconds later you ring us. <laughs> like Do you know, earlier, right? Beggars well, like that. She I did it last night. Text. I did it to Rag. I was like, do me a yeah. favour. And then he didn't read it. And I was like, oh, fuck it. Just ring him. <laughs> yeah. Beck, I sent me a text, even five, the other day. And I just opened it and seen leave in five and went to hit the respond button. And I got a call. And I yeah. said it. And Have I went, what <laughs> I went, why are you calling? You've literally just sent the text. I haven't even had a chance to respond. I was just checking to make sure you read it. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Well, <laughs> two green ticks means nothing. <laughs> Me and Becca are quite alike then. <laughs> yeah, just a bit mad. Scary, honestly. Oh, God. Scary. Way too scary. But let's finish on a high note. Yes, let's. Because uh, that was a bit doing gloom. Well, right. at the end of the day, a lot of people really. can relate. You know, we, a lot of people can relate to everything we said. Yeah, I wouldn't really know. say it was a doom and gloom. I think it's just no, us talking it's... our person, like personal experiences, and actually just no, no. In I general. mean, it, it can be taken as like a down point, but the the reality is, it was like your worst and your lowest point, isn't it? Yeah. It's not going to be all hunky dory. But you know, we're coming, and we'll say this now. You know, we're back on schedule. We're back we are. recording yeah, regular. Yeah. We're going to get wet the swords up again. You know, fingers crossed, nothing goes wrong. And maybe um, maybe people can suggest some. Uh, Topics for yes. season five. Yeah. That is one thing. Season five will be coming in a few, well, not a few weeks, probably next month. Um, if you've got any topics you would like to touch on or talk about, or you would just like to hear we'll ramble about, 
chuck it in, you know, drop on my Discord, go to 4gshow.com, send me a message, let one know. We're or not to our Twitter or... Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, they're all available. to touch any topics. We'll, right. do what, we'll do the best we can. Since Matt just said that the website's down at this present moment in time, uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter be the best way to get a hold of us. The best way to do is Twitter because you can actually leave a, a message instead of like... Yeah. Obviously, Instagram's just comment on. I mean, a photo. It, it's down at the moment. I'm going to contact them. Today it was up yesterday. Again. The website because I clicked on yeah. it and it came up, but I don't know what's going I'll, on. I'll check with them today. Hopefully, it should be up by the time this episode goes. If not, we'll be looking for a new supplier. Well, we're over <laughs> time, and we're going to come to an end. Um, we want to thank everyone for coming in and listening to where we've obviously we've talked about the highs, the lows. If you want to share any of your highs or lows, go to 4jshow.com again. Oh, you'll be sick of hearing that website. Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, all 4J Show. Let one know. You know, we'll, we'll be happy to share if you want to share. If not, yeah. we'll not share. Um, but next week, we'll be back with another great topic. Take care. Have fun. And we'll see you next time on the 4J Show. Bye. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye.